You're not in this story. Yeah, well, we're making it up as we go. Hello and welcome to Making It Up As We Go, a Destiel fan fiction anthology podcast. We're making it up as we go. I'm your host and reader, Nerdy Nerdenstein. The story is ours now. You can't have it back. Please be warned that the stories featured can and will contain explicit sexual content and is not intended for young audiences. Hello. Today I'm reading Happy Birthday, Dean Winchester by Suji Haru. The rating for this fic is general audiences. The pertinent tags for this fic include Dean Winchester's birthday, canon divergent, post-canon, bittersweet with a happy ending, light angst, canon-compliant angst, aged and happy. Content warning. There is one extremely brief line that could be read as suicidal ideation by Dean. It isn't current, and Dean doesn't act on or express this in any way in the timeline of the fic, but it's a mention of how he's felt in the past based on what we see in canon. Happy Birthday, Dean Winchester. Written by Suji Haru. Read for you by Nerdy Nerdenstein. Summary. Birthdays were never a happy occasion until they were. Two birthdays, years apart, from young and serious to aged and happy. How lately the winds have been threatening Things have been getting so hard to control But your love is holding me close like a rope on a flagpole It won't let me go It won't let me go The incessant buzzing is what startled Dean from his hard-won sleep. The effects of the scotch he drank before bed still lingered as he reached for his gun before realizing it was his phone that woke him. He picked up the phone, wincing at the bright light that cut through the windowless room. With an internal curse upon seeing the time, 12.03 a.m., less than an hour since Dean drank himself to bed after a grueling hunt, he finally mustered enough focus to read the screen. Unknown caller. Yeah, he answered gruffly, ready to unleash his frustrations if this was anything but an emergency. A familiar rumble echoed through the phone, and Dean sobered up immediately. Cass, you all right? There was a short silence on the other end of the phone, and Dean could readily imagine Cass with his head tilted in confusion. Yes, I... I wanted to wish you a happy birthday, he replied. What? It's your birthday today, is it not? Cass asked, now sounding a little uncertain. Dean looked back at his phone. January 24th. Yeah, he sighed, a hand rubbing over his face. Yeah, it is. Happy birthday. 
Cass's voice was warm and proud, proud as if Dean's birthday was something worth celebrating. Despite his best efforts, Dean's lips curled up into a crooked grin. You called me in the dead of night to wish me a happy birthday? Is that not customary? To try and be the first to wish someone a happy birthday? No, Cass, it's not customary. I thought you were in trouble. Dean huffed, but there was no real frustration behind the words. Oh. Cass actually sounded surprised, and Dean couldn't help but wonder where he found that piece of information. No, I wasn't sleeping, Dean lied. It had been a while since he'd heard from Cass, and he wasn't quite ready to say goodbye to the angel yet. Good. Silence spread across the line only for a moment before Dean opened his mouth again. When are you stopping by the bunker next? The neediness of his question surprised even Dean, dangerously close to what he really wanted to ask, what he'd always wanted to ask Cass. He could blame the reckless question on the last dregs of alcohol remaining in his system, or maybe the fact that Cass eagerly called him right after midnight just so he could be the first to wish Dean a happy birthday. Regardless, he wished he could reach through the phone and retrieve the words as soon as they were out of his mouth. Did you need my assistance on the case? Cass asked slowly. Too slowly. Dean fucked up. No. Shame burned in Dean's gut as he felt his face heat up. He blamed the scotch. Forget about it, he spit out. More silence. I think. Cass started, distracted, like he was calculating something in his head. I'm not too far. I think I can make it to Lebanon today. Dean's heart skipped a beat, daring to feel something. He immediately shoved that all the way back down. Dude, where... No, don't bother, man. It's fine. I wasn't asking you to be here. There was a short pause before Cass just replied. Oh. I mean, not if you weren't planning on it, Dean added because he was pathetic and couldn't seem to let this go. But Cass was apparently insistent on making this difficult. Do you want me there? He asked. Yes. Not what I said. Dean deflected because deflecting was easy. It's just what he was used to. I should get going, Cass said after a brief moment, distracted again like he had something better to be doing than babysitting Dean's feelings. And to be fair, he probably did. Yeah, sure, uh, thanks for calling, man. Dean plastered on a smile, hoping it would be enough to keep the embarrassment from his voice. Sure thing. The call ended with a click. He held the phone in his hand for a while, even after the phone went dead, feeling the disappointment threatening to bubble up and overflow. He released an exhausted groan and tossed his phone back on the nightstand before lying back down. Sleep refused to take him back. Well, you can't stop some poison from spread. Once it gets laid, it knows where to go. Birthdays were never a happy occasion. Oftentimes, they were just another day. Occasionally, they became a moment for Dean to prove himself. Prove himself as a hunter. Prove himself as a worthy protege. 
prove himself as enough of a man. He never succeeded. Sam had tried to make them special, as best as he could. When he was just a kid, he'd save up his change for a few months so that he could buy Dean a slice of pie. But then Sam was gone, and once he came back, it wasn't ever really the same. There was always something more important on the horizon. It wasn't a problem for Dean. Birthdays had always been a bittersweet reminder of the fact that he somehow survived another miserable year. He thought he'd be gone by now, something finally getting him somewhere along the way. Wished for it, even, at some of his lowest points. But he was still kicking, against all odds. But you saved me Faster than a heartbeat Wider than these arms reach More than you know More than you know The day went by, and as far as birthdays went, it wasn't bad. Sam got him some beer and pie and handed it over with some over-the-top, glad-we-get-to-celebrate-yet-another yada-yada speech. Dean brushed him off, but he felt his chest tighten as he took the six-pack from his baby brother's hands. He patted Sam's shoulder with a firm palm, and the knowing smile he got in response told Dean that Sam got it. Bitch, he joked, the familiar tease rolling off his tongue. Jerk, Sam replied without missing a beat, his voice soft with affection. He got a call from Jody in the afternoon, and they spent some time catching up. He ended the call with promises to visit soon so they could celebrate his birthday properly, as if that was something Dean Winchester ever did. In the evening, there was even a text from Claire waiting on his phone. She called him an even older man, but Dean saw right through it. It was a quiet day. Quiet, but nice. Still, after the day passed without another word from Cass... Dean almost wondered if he had dreamed up the midnight call. It had been a while since the angel got in touch, after all, and he's been on Dean's mind for quite some time. More than once that day, Dean found himself checking his call history. It was there, 12.03 a.m. Dean couldn't, wouldn't, explain why he expected, hoped, to hear from the angel again that day. It was almost midnight, and Dean was already in bed when he heard the creak of the entrance. Sam had gone to bed over an hour ago, and they weren't expecting any company. Dean was up in an instant, Colt at the ready. With all his nerves on edge, he crept out of his room as quietly as possible, moving stealthily down the hallway with a flashlight to guide his way. He focused on keeping his breathing steady, back against the wall once he got to the corner before the library. His gun was at his chest, ready to fire once he got his chance. After a moment to collect himself, he turned the corner to find himself face to face with widened blue eyes. Cass? He lowered his colt immediately, clicking the safety back on as soon as he figured the coast was clear. Dude, I could have shot you. That would have been quite the welcome. Cass replied dryly. He seemed a little more at ease now, without a gun pointed at his face. What are you doing here? 
Dean quickly lowered his voice to a hushed whisper. Sam must still be sleeping. Dean needed to talk to him about that. They could be dead if there was a real threat. And there was no reason to wake him up now that he knew it was just Cass. You wanted me here, Cass offered, as if that was enough of an explanation. What? Dean ignored the small crack in his voice. He hoped Cass would, too. Had he been that obvious? I heard you. Your prayer, Cass added with a smile. I didn't pray. Do you want me there? Yes. Not what I said. Oh. Dean looked at Cass. Cass, who hurried back from who knows where just because Dean wanted it. Without judgment. Without question. Just because it was Dean's birthday. Cass, who looked at him with soft blue eyes. Who smiled at him a little more than he did at others. Who saw Dean. All of Dean. And yet always returned to his side no matter what. I made it back just in time. Happy birthday, Dean. The angel smiled. It was one of the rare kinds, wide and gummy. The kind that never failed to bring a smile to Dean's face as well. And something inside Dean settled into place. You deserve to be happy on your birthday, Dean. Cass continued. A small crease formed between his eyes. I don't have much I can do for you anymore, but I could give you this. Right as the last word left Cass's lips, Dean was pulling him into a tight hug. Cass only grunted softly in surprise. It's good to see you, buddy. Eventually, he felt Cass's steadying arms wrapped around him, too. Birthdays were never a happy occasion. Still, some birthdays were more memorable than others. Dean wakes up from his slumber to a soft kiss to his lips. He feels well-rested for a change having gone to bed relatively early the night before after a quiet night in. He reaches up instinctively, sliding his fingers into thick hair and pulling chapped lips down for another kiss. <sighs> Dean. A familiar rumble laughs against his lips. When he finally opens his eyes, Dean is greeted by soft sunlight that filters through their curtains, gently illuminating their bedroom. Cass is above him, eyes crinkled in a smile, the sunlight reflecting in almost glitter-like specks in his bright blue eyes. His hair is mussed, errant strands flying this way and that, exactly in the way that makes Dean want to run his fingers through it. A content sigh escapes his lips. Morning, sunshine. Good morning, Dean. Cass leans down for another quick peck, but sits up before he can get distracted again. Happy birthday. Cass turns around and begins messing with something on the nightstand. Dean's senses are slowly coming alive, shifting the room around Cass into focus. With it, he smells breakfast. A wide grin splits his face. 
When Cass turns back, he's holding a platter with eggs, pancakes, a small mountain of bacon, a steaming mug of coffee, and a small plate of Rice Krispie treats. Dean sits up properly, stretching his shoulders and arms out. His back lets out a satisfying pop. That's unnerving, Cass comments at the sound. He carefully places the breakfast platter on Dean's lap. I'm getting old, Cass. Dean laughs, rubbing his hands together as he surveys his feast. Cass rolls his eyes. Don't be dramatic. You're not old. He still does the finger quotes, and it's still as adorable as the first time he did them. He gestures back at Dean's breakfast, sitting enticingly on Dean's lap. It's a small miracle Dean's managed not to touch it yet. Now eat, Dean. Sam and Eileen should be here early afternoon. And we still have to clean the kitchen before Jody and the others arrive. Birthdays were never a happy occasion. Until they were. Now... They're a yearly reminder that Dean survived the worst the world has to offer. Proof of the happy ending that he earned. They're slow mornings with nowhere to be, no monsters to fight. They're breakfasts in bed with the love of his life. A day full of love, family, and a celebration of life. Happy birthday, Dean Winchester. Cass kisses his cheek and snuggles up next to Dean, who's bypassed the silverware and gone straight for the bacon. The warm breath of Cass's chuckle tickles Dean's shoulder. And Dean, sitting in his bed, in his home, with Cass nestled up against him, revels in this quiet moment of joy, just as he does every year now. Happy birthday to me. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. I can be contacted on Twitter, Tumblr, or at makingitupaswegopod at gmail.com. If you are able, please go to the author's AO3 story and give comments and kudos to them for sharing this with us. The link is in the show notes. This will also be posted on AO3 as a podfic under my username, and the link will be in the show notes as well. As always, thank you so much for listening.